Are you an entrepreneur looking to have your business grow with a little help from the internet? Well, you've come to the right place. Welcome to Harness the Web with your host, Steve Pat. So, hey, good afternoon. We're here on Harness the Web, and today we're with Melissa Gamera. Did I say it right? Yeah, Gamora. close enough. Close enough. Gamera. Cool. And Melissa, what I'm going to do to get started is I'm just going to let you tell us about your business, what you yeah. do, who you help. Yep. So I'm an online business manager, a certified online business manager and uh, Amazon bestselling author. And uh, basically what a certified online business manager does is handle all of the fun back end operations in your business uh, that you probably don't want to deal with. So things like planning out course and product launches, um, project management, team management, handling things like SOP build out, standard operating procedures, um, streamlining existing systems and processes that you have, all these fun things that have to happen in the back end of your business but typically are more uh, attuned to running the business rather than actually generating revenue. So um, after people get to a certain point in their business, they start running out of time where they can no longer stand to handle the operations of their business and still continue to grow it. And so that's typically where I come in and I'll take over that operations piece so that they have more time to focus on financial uh, revenue generating tasks. Cool. So if, if, um, if I was, um, a consultant, right. Mm -hmm. And, um, I get a new client when I, at the point I get the new client, would I just turn that over to you and say, here, onboard them, do all the, you know, they need to send all this and sign that and yeah. So essentially what I would be doing in that particular situation is I would be setting up the process so that when we do this on a regular basis, there is automation that happens so that nobody has to touch this person, right? So essentially, they just fall into essentially an onboarding funnel of sorts. Um, and then at the end of that funnel, they're then prompted to book a call with the person they actually booked the services with. Um, and then they go from there. So I set up that whole entire system and process. I work through all the various different automations, uh, work with potentially a copywriter or um, a technology person to make sure everything talks to each other. And I facilitate all of that. So hopefully that helps shine a little bit of light on where cool. I fall into this. Yeah, yeah. So for like, you know, knowing a lot of those people, uh, I know that that is where they don't the thing that they don't like to do. They'd like to spend their time face-to-face -face with the client, but not necessarily doing all the other things that right. need to happen. Yeah, absolutely. Cool. Yeah, and how did you get into this? Like, did you just say, hey, I wanted to do this, or did something happen that brought you to it, or how did yeah, it go? Yeah, so uh, funny story. Um, originally, I actually I have an accounting background. So I went to college for accounting. I thought for sure that was what I was meant to do. I've always really loved numbers and strategy and all of those things. Um, so I used to work for a business financing company, um, working with third-party contractors and handling the accounts payable portion of them as well. So, But a lot of what I was doing when I look 
in hindsight, a lot of what I was doing was this team management element. So these third-party contractors were located all over the United States, and I would basically give them a project, and then I would have to manage them throughout that project and see it through to the end. So the accounting piece was pretty much only the last half of it, um, but I worked for this company with the anticipation that I would eventually move up into more of a accounting-based role rather than this managerial-style role. Um, but after I got pregnant with my daughter back in 2018, um, I realized, for one, daycare is really expensive, which I'm sure a lot of the parents can you know, understand where that's coming from. But uh, I just didn't really want to spend 50% of my income to basically pay for my daughter to go to daycare while I went to work and made somebody else rich. Um, I had always really loved the idea of being my own boss. I remember watching Shark Tank when I was really young um, and thinking nice. about what what could I invent, right? Like, how do, you, how do people do this? How do I invent something so I don't have to work for anyone anymore? Um, and so getting pregnant with my daughter and kind of coming to this realization of, oh, crap, I need to find a way out of this um, really was the push that I needed to look at my skills as a whole and say, what can I provide to the universe that I, that people will pay for? Um, and so originally I thought I was going to do freelance bookkeeping work, but um, when people would hire me to help them with their, their bookkeeping or various other administrative type tasks, um, I kept finding myself or putting myself rather into this situation where I was giving strategy suggestions or recommending systems I had used that worked better or um, suggesting that we hire somebody and then putting that job template together. So I kind of just fell into this area. Um, and then when I realized this is what I was doing, um, I went through the process of figuring out how to actually formally train myself to do this. And that's where my OBM certification comes in. So long story short. <laughs> What's OBM? OBM is online business manager. Oh, I got it. And that's, a, yes. is that a Google certification? No. So there is a woman who has a um, international certification program that is uh, accredited and, and all of these things. So she's the only one who does it. Um, it's the IAOBM is the federation that she owns. So every certified OBM goes through this particular federation. There are only a couple hundred of us at this particular point. But um, if you just Google that online, you can find out more about it. And you can actually um, send requests to get proposals from certified OBM. So she has a whole thing that she does. That's cool. Um, and how old is your daughter now? Yeah, she's uh, a little over two. So she just turned two in December. So she's a, she's a toddler and a handful. <laughs> so how does that work for you having her home when you're working? So I actually, so I'm in Salt Lake City, Utah, where everything as of right now is relatively open. So we're kind of just in a place where our government has said, we'll give you some guidelines, but um, for the most part, everybody's allowed to kind of do what they what they want to do. Uh -huh. So I actually uh, send my daughter to a daycare that is in the neighborhood. Um, and so they, you know, temperature test them and all of that fun stuff. So we have to do that every day. But um, 
She's there for the majority of the day. It's way cheaper than anything I had originally looked at, um, particularly as well because of her age. When they're babies, it costs a lot more because they require more attention. But um, so, and the nice thing is now my business can afford that versus in the beginning, I did have her home with me when I was building my company. It was on maternity leave, all of these things. Um, And it is a challenge. It's a lot of working while they're sleeping, holding the baby while you're on calls with people, and really just working with individuals who actually understand what it's like to be a parent and who are sympathetic to that was a big, big reason um, for my success today. How much of what you do is interactive with people? So like back then or now, mm-hmm. when you, how much of your time are you on calls versus you're doing things in the background. Yeah. So I would say maybe a quarter of my like hours that I work in a week are on team calls or calls with clients themselves. Um, Just giving people updates, making sure that things are moving smoothly, answering questions, stuff like that, where it's a face-to-face conversation. And then the other 75% is just me utilizing systems that I have to manage various different projects processes and um, projects that we've got going on. Uh-huh. And so like in terms of um, scaling yourself, and I'm really asking this question for other people. So other people who might be seeing this saying, oh, I think I could do that, right? Yeah. So you've told them how they could get certified. Right. Um, like how hard was it to get clients? Now you already had clients, so maybe it wasn't hard at all. I did, Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, I, um, you know, the getting clients thing is, it's so, so funny because everyone I talk to has a different method for how they got clients, right? And I've used different methods throughout the stages of my business. So in the beginning, I really heavily utilized LinkedIn, although over the last, like, I don't, I don't know, two, two and a half years, LinkedIn has, um, not done very well for me when I've tried to utilize those same strategies. I think it's just changed from an algorithm perspective. I think people on the platform have had mindset shifts um, over the last couple of years, which is totally fine. But um, just acknowledging those and saying to myself, okay, that's no longer the strategy. (laughs) Um, So currently one of the biggest strategies is for me personally and getting clients is through a private Facebook group where I, invite people to join that people who are my ideal client and then basically just giving them value educating them on what it is that I do and when the time is right they either come and want to work with me or maybe they'll you know purchase a smaller level product from me something like that that's primarily where I get my clients now that and referrals but yeah beginning so is there a focus of your group do you want to plug your group (laughs) Sure. Yeah. So um, it is primarily for for women. So it is the powerhouse women's circle. I primarily work with other female entrepreneurs. That's just my my niche. But uh, we like to talk about all things course launches, systems and processes, how to put SOPs together, um, when it's time to hire team members and how do you do that. So all of the things that I would typically cover with my clients when I work with them. I try to give people the tools um, and, you know, 
wherewithal to, to implement those things themselves if they can't afford to hire somebody to do it. Um, it's, I actually wrote an, my whole book on this same concept of how to basically scale your business on your own when you don't have the funds to hire somebody else. Um, I'm a big believer in figuring out a way and, and bootstrapping it until you can, you know, hand it off to somebody else. Yeah. So that's primarily what, what the group is about. It's primarily what goes on in there. And uh, it's funny because originally when I started this group, I was like, I don't know if this is going to be for me, but it has provided such a, such a fun atmosphere for me to be a part of. Um, I'm not a huge social media fan, but this is a really great outlet for me personally. Cool. And, and how do you get people into the group? Yeah. So um, I'm actually in a lot of other Facebook groups. So the nice thing about some of these other Facebook groups is you can promote your group. You can, oh, sorry. You can um, have various different interactions with people uh, that are your ideal client or that ask questions about things that you offer. And you'll set up things on your Facebook profile or your business Facebook page, prompting them to go to the group. So I'll get people that way. Um, people that find me through various other platforms like Instagram or LinkedIn go to my website and it's promoted on my website. So I've got it plugged a lot of different places. And then I obviously actively promote, um, right now we're actually running Facebook ads to it as well. So it's a, it's a variety of things. It's a, and kind of the culmination thereof, if you understand what I mean. Yeah, that's cool. Now. This is, has nothing to do with work, thank goodness. Um, I understand you're married to someone from Peru. I am, yeah. And how, does that, how is that going? How does he like the United States? How do you like Peru? Yeah, yeah. Um, you know, it's, it's really funny. He, so he's been here since 2002. So um, I was actually with my husband when we went through the process of him getting his citizenship. So I'm very familiar with the process and the cost involved and all of that fun stuff. Um, but after my husband got his citizenship here, we were able to go back to Peru. Um, you know, after like a certain period of time, you're, you're allowed to go back. Um, he was a permanent resident before that. So it was one of those things where it's a little, it's a little wonky. There's like special permissions you have to get and things like yeah. that. But, um, so after he got a citizenship, we went back so that I could finally meet his family and uh, see where he grew up and all that. And um, it's, it is an experience I will never forget. Um, it's one of those things that after having that experience, I believe wholeheartedly that everyone who's in a first world country absolutely needs to go and visit like third world or even less fortunate countries yeah just so you can have a better understanding of how people live when they don't have hoverboards ipads like all of these crazy things that we have readily available at our fingertips um you know going to peru even just not having readily available hot water it was absolutely mind-blowing for me it's like wait a minute you guys don't really do the hot water thing like what what are you talking about how do you clean things how to like it was a huge wake-up call for me um it was something that i 
believe changed me for the better. And I don't mean to like virtue signal or anything like that, but it's, it brought a lot of insight, not only into my marriage, but into the way, you know, some, some of the immigrants here in the United States, how they may have lived before coming here provided a level of empathy for those people and understanding of why they're here and why they may have left. Um, So yeah, it's one of those experiences I highly recommend for, for everyone to take part of. That's cool. Now when someone's, someone sees you online Mm -hmm. and they're thinking that maybe they want to do business with you, they really, that you really want to, that they really want to have you help them. Um, What's the first thing they should do? Yeah, so primarily people can reach out to me via my website um, to book a consultation with me. You'll be asked to answer several questions at the top just to make sure that we're even compatible on the very, very surface uh, and make sure that you are actually looking for something that I provide because I have had people fill this out and they're looking for something more like a VA or a um, graphic designer or something along those lines. So, you know, I try to try my best to make sure that when you fill this out, that I go through it beforehand and make sure that neither of us are wasting our time. Um, if you find me on social media, you'll see that I have links all over the place to go to my website and fill out this form. You can also send me direct messages, obviously, if you're finding me on social media. But uh, that would be the easiest and quickest way to get a hold of me for services. Cool. Um, what's one of the biggest frustrations people have in working with you? Ooh, that's a good question. Um, I actually had a conversation with one of my clients yesterday about how different our personalities are in terms of she is very much a wait to the last minute kind of person. And I am like overly planning <laughs> to the point where some might call it slightly neurotic. <laughs> like I'm very timelines are everything. I live and die by them. I'm super organized um, to the point where if things are a day late, I'll have like, like a moment of, oh my gosh, what are we going to do? So I was talking to this client about this part of my personality and how it clashes so heavily with her kind of leave it to the last minute or um, act a little impromptu I guess is the word I'm looking for she's very like divine intervention and she'll post on social media if she feels called to rather than planning out a a marketing plan and uh, we're in the middle of a course launch for her and I'm like no no we can't we can't operate this way so there's a little bit of a clash there and I would say that that is probably true for most people that I work with specifically because those people need what I provide, right? So most of the people who are like me don't necessarily need someone to come in and fill that position. They need somebody to come in and do other things. But when somebody uh, acts on divine intervention or in an impromptu manner, um, they need a lot of help to actually get things done, to move the needle, to really, you know, keep everyone on the same page. So it can be a little bit challenging sometimes for sure. Yeah. Uh, I can see that. I would be like that. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) Most entrepreneurs are. I have yet to come in contact with an entrepreneur who runs their business 
uh, as like an OBM. And even OBMs are like this, where it's like, I do this all day for someone else. I don't want to come to my business and do the exact same thing. Yeah. So it's, it's an entrepreneurial thing, I think, more so than anything. Yeah, that's cool. Um, what are some tools that you found online um, that you like, that you really like? Like, what are two or three tools that you like? Yeah, so I am a big fan of a task management tool called Asana. It's basically a virtual office, if you will. Yeah. Um, so, and you can use it for lots of different projects or clients. So um, for me, I use it for each and every one of my clients to help manage the projects we've got going on, to let people know what tasks are expected of them and when they're due. Um, inside of each of these tasks, you can give people a description or a video. Um, you can put attachments on it. So it really does act like that that virtual workspace. It gives you a place where everything is right there. It's super, super clear and cut and dry of like what's expected of you, when it needs to happen, and who you need to send it to. Like it's super, super easy to understand. Um, and in working online, having that that workspace where you can talk to people and not have to have 10,000 email exchanges is super important uh, for productivity and streamlining. So I really like that tool and I recommend it to everyone I talk to nearly. Um, The other tool, I guess, or system that I use probably 20 times a day is Kajabi, which is a all-in-one platform. So it does website um, creation, like you can build a website in it. We'll do um, sales funnels, CRM. Um, it will do email marketing, uh, course housing, like you can put a course in there. It's uh, integrated with payment processors. It has analytics functions. Um, so I have almost all of my clients on this particular platform in some form or another. Um, and it really is one of those things where it it does everything you need it to do all in one place for one flat fee. You don't have to like API a whole bunch of things together. API is when you connect them so that they mm-hmm. talk to each other. Um, you don't have to API a ton of stuff together. You don't have to really worry about people falling through the cracks. Uh, Cause that can happen sometimes if you have, you know, an opt-in on your website, that's going to maybe an active campaign Like if for whatever reason, the link between those is broken, that person's contact information is lost forever Mm -hmm. uh, versus with Kajabi because everything's in that same place. You don't ever really have to worry about stuff like that. Um, It's pretty much always there. So I use that all the time and I recommend it to a lot of people, especially if they're looking to launch a course. It's a great way for you to make sure you have a seamless interface for your user, as well as making sure your backend is like super clean. It's easy to navigate. So I really like that. <laughs> I'm a big fan. Cool. So th- anything else? Um, you know, those are my two main. Are those your two go-to? Those are my two go-to. Like if I was to get rid of literally like everything else, I mean, aside from email, right? If I was to get rid of everything else, I feel like I could run my business with just those two things. If I had just those two, that would be sufficient enough that I could run my business. Granted, I mean, I use things like 
Canva and Calendly to like schedule stuff. Um, you know, I'm trying to think of some of the other stuff. I use QuickBooks for invoicing. Like there's all these other minor things, but as yeah. far as stuff that I touch every single day, it's those two things. So if people wanted to get a hold of you, what, what should they do? Yeah, so again, going to my website, uh, every button on that website will basically direct you to how to get in contact with me. I do have a contact form on my website um, that's a little bit different in case you needed to get a hold of me for like a media uh, thing or if you wanted me to write for for you or whatever, uh, you know, whatever that looks like. What's but, your URL? Yeah, so it's uh, www dot melissa gamara management dot com cool and how else do they get a hold of you yeah so uh finding me on social media you can find me at melissa gamara management on instagram or facebook um luckily my last name is unique enough that if you just search melissa gamara you'll find me pretty much anywhere <laughs> so cool. Uh, yeah, you can reach out to me on those platforms, uh, send me a direct message or a friend request, whatever works best. Cool. Very cool. Um, anything else you'd like to say? Uh, like to leave people with? Yeah. I mean, if you feel so inclined to join the Facebook group, if that, uh, feels like it's calling your name, feel free to go and search powerhouse women's circle on Facebook. And then, um, obviously, if you want to connect with me in other ways or schedule a call with me, you can just go to my website, and that's a really easy way to get, get a hold of me. Cool. That's great. Thanks so much for being with us today, and thanks for sharing your experience. And I'm sure that um, some people will reach out to you and find you. Absolutely. I look forward to it. Thanks so much for having me. Thanks so much for listening to Harness the Web with your host, Steve Fack. For more great content and to stay up to date, visit HarnessTheWeb.net. We'll see you next time.